we have to take that bit of risk to to reap the rewards that God has for us. I mean, not taking a risk is not living life. I think you have to like step out and say, I'm going to do this and Lord, I'm going to just trust that you're going to get me through. And um, I mean, I would encourage anyone that is even remotely thinking about it to take that big leap. It's uh, the rewards far outweigh all the hardships for sure. What made you guys decide to pursue fostering and adoption? Oh, well, I would say we've talked about it. And I'm sure Levy has mentioned it. We've talked about it in the past, kind of like you talk about having kids, you know, how many kids and it's something we're like, well, what about, what about adoption? Would that be something we would consider doing? And we're like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a commandment. God, you know, is for it. And so it was something that we talked about here and go, but nothing serious. I would say, I mean, you know, when we thought about having kids, um, it wasn't like the first thing that came to our mind. Um, so I think mainly when Livio was the one that heard a podcast, I believe this is correct. I know there's a few things that, you know, hit it for him, but he heard a podcast. Maybe it was by Matt Chandler. I'm not 100% sure, but he just came and was like, I feel so convicted. I feel like God is pulling at my heart and that it's a command, you know, for us to love others, to care for the widows and the orphans. And he was so passionate about it. And we, he, I know he only wanted two children. And so when Skyline came and she was our third, she was our surprise. And for him to come and say, I feel passionate about it strongly, I was kind of like, okay, all right, like I'm on board. I'm on board because I just felt his passion for it and um, knowing kind of like how he felt before. And so we were like, why don't we just start talking to people? Let's, I mean, we know people who have adopted, who are fostering and let's just go and have a conversation and see what they say and see where it leads from there. So I think that was a big thing. I was just kind of like, if my husband is on board, because you hear sometimes that the wife is hoping to convince her husband and it was like, leave you, it was super on board. So I'm like, if you are, I'm in. That was just kind of it for us. So then what was your greatest fear? Maybe it sounds like up front you were pretty convinced, but yeah. kind of as the process went along, what what was it that kind of crept up for you that caused you to maybe pause or maybe there wasn't anything? I don't know. No, I mean, I all kinds of things pop into mind. I would say the fear of what am I do what are we doing? Can we raise another child? Like I feel like it's hard raising biological children, but like God, are we really the people that can, you know, take another um child's story and like blended with what we have going on. Am I going to fail? I think it was like the fear of failure. Like, am I going to be a horrible mom? You know, um, it wasn't just about the fear of what if, you know, there's reunification or what if our hearts are broken is, am I going to know what to do? I, you know, I know nothing about adoption. I know nothing about fostering. I've never been through the system or know any of the lingo. So I think that was one of my fears is like, am I just going to fail at this miserably? So it might seem selfish or something, but it was just kind of like the thoughts that ran through my head as a mom. How are you different at the beginning of mm -hmm. this adoption process to um, how you are now? Yeah, I would say 
it was, there was a lot of fear in the beginning. Um, like I said, like, what are we doing? Can we do this? Um, is, you know, did we make the right decision? And if I were to go back, I would just, you know, tell us like, wow, just take a breath. Like God knows what he's doing. Like he, he's led us this far. Um, we've trusted in him, you know, over the course of our marriage and lives. And he's brought us out of so many things and has seen us through so many job changes and moves. And I would say, I think, um, there was a lot of fear in the beginning and a lot of, you know, doubt and, um, just letting go of some of that and trusting God completely, um, instead of like questioning as much, maybe I would say that has changed quite a bit and, and, um, just wondering if this is something like, if this is the right path. So I feel like a lot of that has changed as we, we took the path and we, um, went through things and we had such a good support system, I felt like with fam and with Bloom and with friends that were just like, hey, we're here for you. And so it was easier to go through the ups and downs and just traveling, you know, going through the journey, having that support system in place. Yeah, I think support system is huge. But even still, you, you're you kind of the one taking the step after step. I mean, it's yeah. when everything's said and done, I mean, you're the one saying, you know, God, is this what you want me to do or is this not? Mm-hmm. And um, most of the time it's not any type of um, lightning bolt or a burning right. bush. It's just, well, if this is on your heart, then just take the next step forward and right. we'll keep going. Um, yeah. And that, that I think, is, is a pillar to what God asks us to do in, in faith. I mean, it, faith without action is really just dead. I mean, this is what it says in James. And so we are in faith stepping out uh, on this adoption journey. Um, Was there anything else that I think maybe you would pass along to someone who Mm -hmm. is sort of pausing, still pausing? Like I, I, you know, I'm I'm in fear of a mom. I'm I'm a mother and I'm I'm in fear that I might not be able to do it. Or um, how do I, how does one, or how do you, how did you guys just keep taking the next step? I mean, was it just mm-hmm. a matter of filling out the paperwork, or was it just? I mean, it was. You just kind of do take the next step. You take that like risk, and I think it's all about risk. I I dislike risk, and my husband is a risk taker, so I feel like. It's just like one day at a time, you know, one step, one, you know, bit of paperwork and um, like the waiting game, everything is just one step at a time. I think it's you're putting your heart out there and it's it's messy and it's time consuming. But um, I just feel like I, I think it was a social worker that came from the county one time and came to Heart to Heart, our mom's group, and was talking about adoption and fostering. And she's like, if it's already on your mind, what are you waiting for? Like it's it's probably placed there by God, and what what is holding you back? Just take that step and go for it, you know. And yes, it like I said, it could be messy and risky, but I think um, if God put that on your heart, He's going to walk you right through that. So I would just encourage anybody to you know take that leap of faith. There's never a perfect time in your life, or you know maybe financially or however it is, it's, I think it's, you're, you're thinking about it and you go ahead and make that leap and God's going to take care of the rest, you know? 
obviously it's hard. It's hard to take that next step because it is messy. And why would someone step into like an emotionally vulnerable place? Not just maybe just financial financially, but um, taking that next step is is such a huge thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't know what I'm getting at, but it's like, I don't know. I, most people just don't. I mean, your right. your your advice is sound and it, it makes sense, but still people just don't. They and don't. I, I mean, for so many reasons, right? Oh, I, I'm not sure if I could love a child that's not mine biologically. I'm not sure if, you know, I have the patience or or what are our biological kids going to think? Is there, you know, is it going to mesh well? And I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it could be completely hard and um, difficult, but I, I would say to people, like everything else we do, right? We have to take that bit of risk to to reap the rewards that God has for us. I mean, not taking a risk is not living life. I think you have to like step out and say, I'm going to do this and Lord, I'm going to just trust that you're going to get me through. And um, I mean, I would encourage anyone that is even remotely thinking about it to take that big leap. It's uh, the rewards far outweigh all the hardships it's in, it's veiled though it's almost like you can't see and you don't know if there's going to be a reward there right but because god demands us to have faith with action yeah. um if we do that uh then this is what happens and and yeah. and the reward is is huge and it's an emotional reward it's a spiritual reward yeah um it, that that i think only can be accomplished through um you know doing risky things doing hard mm-hmm. things and Obviously, you want to make sure you're called, you know, to yes. do something like this. Yes. But like you'd said with the social worker, well, if you're thinking about it, then mm-hmm. what are you waiting for? Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, talk about the the reward kind of for you um, and, and leave mm-hmm. you um, walking through uh, with Jace. Like what what is it for you that's like, this is, this, this, had we not gone through this, yes. we would not have, you know, been here. Yes. Well, I mean, thinking about our biological children and kind of what they've experienced and the empathy that has been built, not only for, for kids that are coming from hard places, but for, for biological parents that are struggling, right. That, um, I don't know if anybody can say, yes, I want my kid, you know, or this to happen to our family or whatever it is. And I think they understand that people come from really difficult places. Whereas before, you know, they have the knowledge of what's going on in our family and their friends' families and that, you know, even though we have hard days, it it's not, they would, wouldn't know what it's like maybe to come from a really hard place. And I think the empathy has built in them and in us because um, I just, I just think of Jace's birth mom and the struggle it must be for her and, and the pain and, you know, it's, something that I can pray for always, you know, like, Lord, just guide her, be with her, give her strength, help her. I mean, God can use any situation and maybe this is one. There are actually people that come from very hard places that Mm -hmm. actually cannot care for the children that they have. Yes. And so, so you're right with this empathy part and we can't underestimate how that affects our biological kids that are already there seeing this, like mm-hmm. as they grow up um, and, and as they process, like this child came to us mm-hmm. in a different way. Yes. Um, 
and what that does for them like, right. mentally, even down the road. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's a better picture and understanding of God's love for us, right? I mean, we always talk about how God has adopted us into his family and it's it almost gives us like a clearer understanding of, wow, like this is such a small part of how God feels. Like if we can love Jay so much and we're so thankful that he's with us and part of our family, like God has gone above and beyond that. And it, it just opens our eyes a little bit, you know, more to what God really feels for us. And it's like a small glimpse, but I think, you know, for the kids and for us, it has helped us see that more clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm -hmm. it really is with just a phone call. You're like, hey, are you willing to yes. take this on? And with the simple yes or no, this child inherits everything that you have, like emotionally, physically, yes. spiritually, everything is is his. Mm -hmm. um, and in the same way that we, that God calls us like, Hey, if you, if you seek me, you will find me. If you ask, I will give. And so yes. we come to him in the same way um, and say, God, I, I want you in my life. And he's like, yes. And everything, everything is his and his love. Like you'd said is so much more deeper and mm -hmm. beyond really our understanding. Yes. Yeah, um, sure. So much more than how we can provide. And, mm -hmm. and also, you know, when, when you guys are, you know, hanging out with Jace or looking at Jace, it's that constant reminder. Um, at mm -hmm. least it is with me when I'm hanging out with him. I'm just like, man, God is so great that mm -hmm. he can pick anyone and just love them completely mm -hmm. in, in a matter of moments. You yeah. Know, all they have to do is just turn to them and say, Hey, what do you think about me? And it's like, right. Yeah, you know, you're it is amazing. It is amazing. I just, I, um, it is pretty unbelievable how he works and how he moves and, has placed Jace in our family. And I don't know, it's just looking at him as this little body and he's entrusted. I mean, he's a gift to us, right? He's entrusted us and said, you guys like are in charge. Like I've placed him in your family and it, it's a big responsibility, just like our biological kids. And, you know, we pray every day, like, Lord, help us um, not only to raise him in your knowledge, but to, to teach him about, you know, his race and his culture and um, his background and put people in his life that are going to be mentors to him. I mean, there's so much that fits in there. And, you know, I'm grateful for the people that have gone before us and can speak into his life, into our lives. And so, yeah. So when your kids grow up, what do you want them to say about you? Oh, um, I, hopefully some good things. <laughs> I would um, want them to say that mom cared that um, she was available for us, that um, she loved us and taught us about God, that he is for us, he is always with us, that his love is um, greater than anything they will know. Um, just helping them under, I mean, really what, as a, as, as a Christian mom, I want our kids and we want to leave a legacy of Jesus with them, right? We, I don't care what they do later on in life in terms of their jobs and um, things like that. If they love the Lord, like, and, and they say, my mom was somebody who showed us Jesus and who was not ashamed of her Savior and um, loved others and, you know, wanted to to be there for others and for us and was confident and strong knowing that um, Jesus had her back. That's kind of what I want them to say. 
I don't, you know, I know they're going to say, oh, she was goofy and she was embarrassing and she was this and that. But if they, if they love the Lord and they think I was a good example, that's all I care about. I think there was a quote by Andy Stanley and it was, um, mainly about um, your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be the some, that something you do, but the someone you raise. And so I always think about that and just want to encourage people, like, if you are remotely interested, just just talk to people, you know, um, talk to people who have fostered lots of kids, talk to those that have adopted, just check out the options. I think if it's on your heart, take that leap. I mean, kids are our legacy and there's really no greater thing that you could do is to, to love someone, to welcome someone in your family and they change your life. Those kids, they're amazing. They're, they're different and they have different stories, but they're amazing. And, um, I would just encourage anybody that's seeking, you know, come talk to me, come talk to, you know, there's so many out there that would love to share and talk to you.